When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up. But it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Yes, for one more day. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to ENN. Ray Row. Only on Ray Row. No Tiwi. No Tiwi. No Michael K. Oh, no, Don, at four o'clock, Michael was on. So we did have Michael K today, so we can't say. No Michael K. Oh, you- but I will say. Good evening to, quite frankly, the two of the best pinch hitters that we have here at the station. We had Dan Gross and Mike Tannenbaum all week. Thank you guys for making my life easy. Here on the Michael K Show. And shout out to Jacob Perry and Tom Bauer as well for having Absolutely. us out all week. Tremendous job. So, Tremendous. Great job by all of them. It's a team effort here. That sounds like a golf clap. That's right. Nice little golf clap. We had hit a nice birdie. And, very and polite. It's a very polite clap. I'd like to thank Mike Tannenbaum for saying such nice things about me uh, in the last segment. And of course, now I'm going to play a bunch of drops that are going to make him think a lot less of me. Here's Mike earlier today on DNR taking a shot at Dan. Dan's a little overrated. I wouldn't say uber talented. His really? Have gotten better. Really? Yeah, like his questions have gotten better during the week, but he started off, I would say, below average. But he's making <laughs> meaningful progress. Wow. And I and I have to say, you could hear Dave definitely goaded goaded Mike into that, didn't he? Dave likes to separate. Dave was D- Dave forced Mike into saying those. I don't know about force, but I'm sure he asked it. Was there any that... sort of a weapon? Was it you know a knife, a gun, or anything that like forced Mike to say <laughs> those flattering see, things about me? He sounded far away. Well, he could have been in the studio too, and and that's and a, that's a fair point. So it would have to have been a virtual no, the, threat. It would have no, been a virtual the, threat. The, the last place you could have found those guys would be the studio, and I wow. warned him out about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's fair, that? but I mean, you know what, Mike? I'll, you know what? I appreciate the meaningful prog- uh, the meaningful progress designation. I'm a big fan of that. But in- you know, hopefully, hopefully, we're going to be saying the same thing about Zach Wilson. And by the way, just for the record, I gave myself a worse grade than you. <laughs> oh, oh wow. really? That's a t- that's a tough grade. I thought you'd done a fantastic job this week. Uh, uh, well, okay. Well, you know what? I'll give you this. Then at least at least we can get you a better phone. The fact that what they're doing preseason is something that. There's a great phone line he's got going on here, huh? Dave, just as feisty at 5 o'clock in the morning. I know, Mike, you weren't on at 5, probably 7.30, I think, something along those lines. You're not in the studio already by 7.30? No, I was. uh, I had to be here to do something for SportsCenter, and uh, my my Bluetooth cut out, and you know, like a moron, it took me about 30 (laughs) seconds to realize I was talking to absolutely nobody. They couldn't get you like a nice hard line or something down there, like you could just pop on? Like what we've got going on here. No, they're setting up for Derek Jeter. That's a good point. That's true. There's so much. There's so much going into the, the Derek. Jeter the red the carpet is literally being rolled out in anticipation of Sunday. For those of you that don't know, what we're talking about K Rodcast has been fantastic all year. Michael K, Alex Rodriguez, the alternate broadcast we could call it of Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN two. But this week, Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter in the same place, and I cannot confirm this since they've been on the field together. 
probably ever. I'm obviously kidding, but it should be an interesting time to have those two in the same place together, and they're going to pull out all the stops at the seaport. I think it's safe to say A-Rod probably didn't get a wedding invite from Jeter. No, no. Probably not, right? Pro- probably not. You, you don't even think Jeter got a fruit basket from A-Rod for the... Like a G- like a vintage Jeter gift basket, like a vintage Jeter, <laughs> which he which dispelled, he of course put by the, the yeah dispelled exactly put the kibosh on that one. Uh, obviously, that that's fake news. And let's not forget, by the way, something that I'm sure will be addressed on Monday. This I can see why you don't like Don. I've been like Don for about two decades. That's that's harsh. That's something. Two days. I mean, like Mike, that is like that's hate and 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 venom that's built up over a long time. I mean, you have to let it go, man. I, yeah, absolutely. But that goes back to the uh, our days in the, uh, the the Marriott out in uh, Long Island. He used to have a show with Terry Browie. Now, I I do like Don. He, he's a good man, and uh, we, he goes back a long way. Uh, like I said, my predecessor was Terry Bradway. They used to have a show, and obviously we had a long run together. I just wish Don would come out of his shell and be a little bit more energetic. Yeah, if only he could just do that. If only I could find some. Let's see where where would the straight him out. There's that. Did you do ecstasy? <laughs> got that. Got that going for us. Budweiser nips over Gypsy Pond behind Clixies. I love these people. <laughs> yeah, tempering. I the will not devalue these men. All the all the stuff from from Don in in a live show is is absolutely tremendous. But uh, but uh, great job all week, guys. Seriously, made my job easy. And let's close out the week with a great Friday, ENN. Something that uh, just came across my desk. Um, which is interesting from ESPN Plus. And if you don't have ESPN Plus, $6.99 a month. And if you don't want to do the $6.99 a month, you have kids or you like Disney, get the Disney you bundle. You sound like a salesman, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. You, you get the Disney bundle, you get Hulu. Next, you're going to be hawking vacuum cleaners. Do you get a bonus like for the ESPN Plus sign up? <laughs> he gets, I wish. He gets a commission. I, I wish. guess for every like five or 10 ESPN Plus subscriptions, Anthony maybe gets like a few bucks thrown but, his but way. But Dan, and you know this having the NHL Center Ice package and things like that. Now that ESPN Plus. Now that ESPN has rights to the NHL again, I had the Disney Plus bundle. This every this, game I got to watch every hockey every game. game. Oh, it every was, game! Heaven for anybody that's a hockey fan that that's in the market. No, it is. is I mean, it's fantastic. it's worth its weight in gold. It really is. Absolutely. But the reason that we bring up ESPN Plus today, Dan Graziano, who does a fantastic job with us here at ESPN, that Mike knows very well, um, put out an article: 2023 NFL quarterback market predictions. 17 teams that could swap starters. And where Lamar Jackson or Jimmy Garoppolo might land. We're not going to talk about Lamar Jackson or Jimmy Garoppolo. If you want to read the article, you can find it on ESPN+. What we are going to talk about is the quarterback who played last night, Daniel Jones. Giants, of course, declined to pick up his fifth-year option uh, for 2023. So the number 6th overall pick from the 2019 draft is eligible for free agency after this season. With a new coaching staff and front office in place, it's unquestionably a make-or-break year for Jones, as we've been saying, whose career has been beset by injuries, turnovers, and coaching changes, probably even more so by the coaching changes. Can head coach Brian Dayball bring some stability to the situation and do what do for Jones what Dayball was able to do for Josh Allen? Here's what Dan came up with. He has a most likely outcome, and he has a long shot. The most likely outcome is, I think, what we all expect to happen, is Mm -hmm. a draft pick. There's going to be a quality QB prospects in this draft. Everyone's been talking about it already. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. If Jones flops and the Giants finish with another high pick, which, if he's flopping, is most most likely what's going to happen. If your quarterback's not playing well, you can expect the Giants to be a top 10 uh, in the top 10 in the draft again. It'll be a draft spot where Dable and Joe Shane can select his replacement and their replacement, because as we've talked about, not their quarterback. So this will be Brian Dable and Joe Shane's guy saying, this is who we're going to build. 
our offense around to try and get the next Josh Allen. The long shot's interesting to me. Mitch Trubisky. He was Allen's backup in Buffalo last year, and by all accounts, Dable enjoyed the experience and saw something in the former number 2 overall pick. Pittsburgh should, if all goes to plan, have moved on to 2021 first-rounder Kenny Pickett, which you would assume they will at some point this season by then. Small hands. Small hands. If the Giants don't like where they're at in the draft, Trubisky could be an appealing and familiar option for Dayball in the meantime. So, guys, I'll ask you, uh, Mike, what's more likely for this Giants team? Do you think that Dayball has the ability to make this team competitive enough where they're probably not in the ability to get a number, a top 10 pick, get a quarterback, and sign somebody like a Trubisky, maybe a Jimmy Garoppolo if he doesn't get traded and sign an extension somewhere? Or... Is there enough there with Daniel Jones where you think he could be the quarterback for this team next year? Yeah, you, you hope you're not in the like sort of like ultimate conundrum guys where you're winning. You know, you're you're drafting twelve to sixteen or twelve to eighteen, so you're not in the top. You're not that bad, but you're not good enough to make the playoffs. So, Purgatory. Yeah, that's exactly right, Dan. That, that's and that's a real concern because you know there's also like a great expression is like Daniel Jones may just be good enough to get you beat. You know, so it's this is a consequential year, and the permutations are fascinating. I'm sure, you know, we'll be talking about it all year long. The problem is, though, like at the end of the year, let's say he plays well enough, and you think that you maybe want to continue the relationship. Well, to what extent? You going to franchise him, right? You going to franchise him and pay him an incredible amount of money for one season, or are you prepared to lock him up to a multi-year deal? And then you're kind of really digging deep into that relationship and keeping it going. And so I, I, I don't know. I think that you said it there, like in a way you can almost lose by winning. And that could be the situation the Giants find themselves in. And I think it's interesting. I heard a lot of people on DPH run Rothenberg this morning, 5 to 8, 98, ESPN. Mike Tannenbaum on uh, quite frequently. Dave tries to make fun of him, but Mike, Mike stands his ground. Um, that... They're sick of seeing Daniel Jones. They know what Daniel Jones is. I tend to disagree. Now, I'm not in love with Daniel Jones as a Giants fan, but I also don't am not against the idea that he did not get a fair shake here. There were so many coaching changes, so many offensive coordinator changes. The offensive line has been terrible in front of him, and I know good quarterbacks and good players make the best of bad situations, but I think it will be interesting to see with Dayball, with Thomas... Uh, with Evan Neal on this line, what Daniel Jones can actually do, I think we'll get a better sense of what type of quarterback he can be. Now, does that put them in that quarterback purgatory that you were talking about, Dan? Maybe. But you know what? I I think that fans would appreciate just seeing progress as opposed to seeing what they've been seeing. But a 23-21 win in a preseason game against the Patriots' second team last night. Rah, rah, congratulations to the Giants. The big story that came out of that game, of course, was that, A, Bill Belichick, elected not to use most of his starters, including Mac Jones. Sure. And who was calling the plays? Matt Patricia was calling the plays, but you also saw Joe Judge with a headset at some point uh, in that game. Turned out both of them ended up calling plays, and of course, reporters have to ask Bill Belichick, who's going to call the plays during the season? Do you know if one will call plays when the regular season arrives? Yeah, well, don't worry about that. We'll we'll work it out. So have you decided? We're going through a process, just like everything else on this team. Good old Bill. But that's the answer, right? Because obviously he doesn't know right now. Two guys called the plays last night. But I'm sure by I'm sure by season's beginning, 
there's going to be one guy calling the plays. I, I don't care who's calling the plays. I just want to see what this offense looks like. Because we talked about it this right. week, Mike. Like, the reports have not been good. And we didn't see any starters out there last night. And you don't know when you're going to see any sort of starters on the field during the preseason for them. You might have to wait until week one when they play the Dolphins. But, I mean, if I'm sitting here identifying, like, a list of five things league-wide that I'm most curious to see, Patriots offense is on that list to me. I'm very, very, very intrigued by what could or could not be from this team. Yeah, I'm a big believer in Mac Jones. I really am. And um, I think this is going to be an underrated offense. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, two good backs. Um, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, two good tight ends, good offensive line. I think their receiving core is not spectacular but solid. And uh, I think this team's going to be a little better offensively than people realize. Well, of course, we'll have to wait and see. And we'll have to wait and see again, as we pointed out, who's calling the plays. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Some notes around the NFL. Uh, Vikings QB uh, Kirk Cousins tested positive for COVID-19. He'll miss his preseason opener. Um, He'll be required to isolate for five days, so he can travel with the team for Sunday's opener against the Raiders. Barring complications, Cousins would be eligible to rejoin the team Tuesday for the final week of training camp. Coach Kevin O'Connell says Cousins' symptoms are minimal. So, guys, I know... We've talked about COVID for a while, um, but it's still around, and there will be a chance that some guys miss games this year as a result of COVID. So it's still out there, and in this case, Kirk Cousins is, I guess, fortunately only going to miss a preseason game, and his symptoms are pretty mild. So He missed one last year, too. Well, no, he didn't miss a game last year because he got COVID, but he, he last, got year. COVID last yeah. year. And he was the guy, like, remember... Um, <sighs> was he the bubble? Was he say he put himself in a bubble? I think he said he was going to do something like that, but remember him, and then you had... Kellen Mond was the kid they drafted a couple of years ago, right? Yes. The, yep. the quarterback. The, right. So I remember at the time, I'm saying to myself, if you, and, and Kellen Mond was a guy who wasn't vaccinated at the time either. And, and this is, again, rewind a couple of years ago. But at the time, I remember saying, it's like, you're a rookie in this league, and you're going to do everything, or you should do everything you can to stick around and to give yourself the best chance to get noticed, to play or whatever. If I'm coming in as a rookie quarterback, and the starting quarterback, the incumbent, is somebody who's not vaccinated, I'd go out there and get vaccinated if it would ensure my chances of playing. You know what I mean? Like th- That was the thought at the time a couple of years ago, but... I don't know. I the Vikings are a weird team to me. You know, yes. they, they got a new GM, a new head. I mean, I don't know. How, you had Kevin O'Connell, Mike, with the Jets. I mean, do you have any read on what type of a head coach he may or may not be? Did you see head coach qualities when you had him as a player? Yeah, I think he's going to be brilliant. Um, Rex and Mike Payne used to use him to help like design blitzes to defeat New England's protections. Um, incredibly smart. We have we had Cliff Kingsbury come through the same program and. Uh, I think Kevin's going to do an outstanding job. You know, he's the son of a Philadelphia cop, um, play quarterback, very relatable, commands the room, very, very, very intelligent. I'm very bullish on Kevin O'Connell. I'm not on Kirk Cousins. Just think, you know, the look, other people get COVID, so I'm very sympathetic to that, but I always feel like there's something with that guy. He's not a winner. 
Um, he puts up massive statistics, but I think when it's all said and done, we're going to look back at Kirk Cousins' career and say it could have been a lot more. No, I agree with you. He's 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 not my cup of tea as a quarterback, you know. But look, you know what? Kirk Cousins, you know, played the game of life and he won. Plain and simple. I mean, he oh, look at all the money. The amount he's of made. money that he's made for sure. What, what kind of Bigelow tea would be your type of quarterback? Just curious. What type of Bigelow tea? Well done, adding the sponsor, wow. the Michael K. sponsor to it. That's great. Um, that's a good question. I'm not really like I'm not one of these guys who like branches out into the different flavors of teas and so on and so or forth. Or quarterbacks, or, apparently. Or quarterbacks, or coffees, all those type of things. I'm just pretty much straight by the book. By the way, confirmed. Yeah. I've heard from sources. The Joe. Greg Buttle came through. The Joe is secured. We have the Joe, the box of Joe. We are all set. Now we could go ahead and have a game. We absolutely can. Now we're ready to go. 6.30, by the See, way. See, Greg is a man of his word. That's he what he is. He is a man of his word. 6.30, Dan Grasa, Greg Buttle. Jets-Eagles, first preseason game of the season for second-year coach Robert Sala, second-year quarterback, Zach Wilson. Um, some injury news in baseball. We've talked about injuries for the Yankees a lot. This is one that actually hurts the Astros. Outfielder Michael Brantley has had season-ending surgery on his right shoulder, the team announced on Friday. The five-time All-Star underwent an arthroscopic labral repair, General Manager James Click announced. The 35-year-old went on the injured list June 27th with what was uh, termed shoulder discomfort. Well, that discomfort ended up needing some surgery. Hitting 288 this season, five home runs, and a .785 OPS. Um, Something that hurts the Astros, and at this point, with the way the Yankees are playing, anything that harms the Astros can only be good for the Yankees. No, you're absolutely right about that. And look, Brantley's one of those guys, and I know that he's been battling this year with injuries, and you kind of knew that ultimately he probably would have to go under the knife because he wasn't getting any better. But he's a great clubhouse guy. He's like the de facto captain of that team, to be quite honest with you. I mean, that's a big blow to them. It really is, just because of not so much them getting to the month of October, about what he can do in the playoffs, you know, as a member of this team. So to not have that stick to be part of your lineup, that's big for the Astros. Uh, something that happened in uh, the Mets Brave series um, Max Freed placed on the concussion IL. So Dan, I'm sure that you, I'm sure. That so you this is a this week game. later. He, they put him on the concussion IL. So that's a little weird, right? Hit his head on the field during the game at City Field. I'm sure you were watching, Dan. Right. Um, they made the move retroactive to Monday. Uh, apparently, he was as uh, obviously injured in that game on Saturday night against Max Scherzer, uh, but he remained in the game and pitched six innings. So. Look, I'm not saying that he he fought through a concussion, but clearly he was banged up enough where additional tests were needed after the fact, and he was placed on the concussion IL. I guess that does happen, Mike, right? Because it's kind of what they call post-concussion syndrome, where you know maybe it's not something that you feel or the onset of the symptoms maybe don't hit you right away, but maybe you know hours later, a day later, that tend to tends to happen. Because Anthony said, hit his head, he stayed in the game, he pitched. And now you're telling me, like, almost a week later, that's when they got to put him on the IL. Yeah. No, that's, um, look, it, concussions are very serious, and it impacts people, you know, completely different. It was such an odd play, too. Like, you know, like, he just, like, lost his footing. He's trying to get the ball. And then, like, he makes a he tries to sling it towards home plate as he's falling over. And then he, you know, just conks his head down there on the grass. Thank God it was on the grass. I mean, think of how much worse it could have been if it wasn't even the grass. Well, concussions, obviously scary, so we hope the best for Max Fried. And again, um, something that hurts the Braves only helps the Mets because Max Fried's a great pitcher. Um, the Mets have a more comfortable lead now on the Braves as a result of taking four or five, and that's only going to make it harder for Atlanta to come back. Um, so all the best to Max Fried. Uh, Tyson Fury is going to walk away from boxing. 
Now, you might think to yourself, didn't Tyson Fury retire? Well, yes, he did. That's but what he, I thought. But a couple days ago, he said that he'd be back, and now he's retired. Again, uh, Fury turned 34 on Friday, happy birthday, and posted on social media, massive thanks to everyone who had an input in my career over the years, and after long, hard conversations, I finally decided to walk away on my 34th birthday, I say... Bon Voyage, which puts Fury back into retirement after he announced just Tuesday he was returning to boxing in order to set up a fight against Derek Chisora, a fellow Brit whom he beat twice earlier in his career. Um, he did not give a reason for his apparent change of heart, so he pulled a Tom Brady. Just the reverse. In only three days. In three days. But Tom, I think, is going to stay. I think Tom will be playing this year. Tom's not going to just say he's retiring. I, uh, you know, he brings up the Tom Brady thing. Mike, we talked about it yesterday, like is there more to it than just like him going away for like the team seems cool with it, but like should we be reading more into it than what it is initially? No, I'm sure this was part of his comeback. Maybe it was like a family trip. I don't know who knows. Maybe you know. You hope it's nothing serious, obviously, from a health standpoint. But maybe he's going to come back with Gronk. Who I don't knows? Know about but a, fa- a family come trip. Come back with Gronk. He's going to gr- come back with Gronk. Back with him. <laughs> <laughs> like an Indiana Jones, Tom Brady's going to go off someplace, uh, you know, halfway around the globe and come back with Rob Gronkowski Him and as Julian his treasure. Ed- and Julian Edelman and will Julian be Edelman. somewhere. He'll get there. What's Danny yeah. Amendola doing these days? Yeah. No, maybe maybe Gronk's down in Isn't Peru. Isn't he filming a movie? Oh, Gronk's in Peru now. Well, he probably, everybody goes to Peru now, especially if you have NFL ties. That, that's the place to be. They get a discount, apparently. Rogers gives you the, Rogers gave him the, the hookup, and, now, and yes. now they know where to go. Because you never know down there in Peru. Michael hey, just came back. You want to get a recommendation. Nothing wrong with that. We know Peter's in Cuba. Is Don in Peru? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Is the Jersey Shore Peru? No, I don't think so. No. Last that I heard. No. All right. Well. I think they accept the American money there in the, at the shore. <laughs> and there you go. And that'll do it for ENN on this yeah. Friday evening and one more reminder for tomorrow boxing makes its return to espn espn deportes and espn plus don't miss the main event featuring brooklyn native and former unified and lineal lightweight champion tiafimo lopez moving up and making his junior welterweight debut against mexican veteran pedro campa it all starts at 10 p.m tomorrow live from las vegas on espn espn deportes and espn plus that is enn we don't have to worry about any retirement for Tiafimo Lopez. No, no threats from him, right? Boy, that would be that would be very disappointing. We've been promoting this all week. If he did just upped and retired t- tomorrow, that would that would be pretty upset. No, it would be cruel. It would be brutal. He was just interviewed by Max on Max on Boxing on ESPN two at three o'clock. I looked up at the TV and I told Anthony, I was like, "There's our boy Tiafimo Lopez. We've been talking about him all week." Brooklyn native. I got to root for him, right? Of course, native son. That's right. You got it. You got to root for the home team. Great job by you. Seriously. Well, thank you. With ENN all thank week you. long. Having to put up with us, tremendous work by Anthony Pusick. And now he gets to sit there and put up with me a little bit longer for a Jets broadcast for the rest of the night. We have the gel. That's all that matters. We got the box. There's going to be a lot of Joe consumed from that box. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.